0: you today. I'm so excited to have Nuri. Gomez on the call with me for my podcast today. Today, we're going to talk about things that you can do to help improve your finances so that we don't have those conflicts that can arise. I'm going to read Nuri's bio before we, we start chatting with her on her best practices and tips. So, she has an MBA and she is the founder of Accounting Breeze and also also a part-time accounting professor at Pepperdine University Business School of Management. Through a combination of her dedication for entrepreneurs and successful businesses, her own eagerness to succeed, and her educational background, she has a proven track record in providing businesses with strategic, operational, and financial management so that they can provide top-notch quality service to their customers. With 20 years of career business experience, Nuri helps shed clarity on the business objectives from both a business and financial perspective. She creates strategic alliances with organization leaders to effectively align with and support key business initiatives. Over the course of the years, she was able to develop professionally by earning a bachelor's degree from Cal State Dominguez Hills in 2001, an accounting certificate in 2006, and a master's degree from Pepperdine University, the George L. Gracia. School of Business and Management in 2012. Nuri and her husband Hector have been married for over 17 years, and that on its own is a great accomplishment. They have two children Daniel, who is 13, and Esther, who is um, also in her teens. And when she is not at business. She volunteers at El Segundo Kiwanis Chapter as a marketing chair. She's on the Pepperdine Alumni Leadership Council, and she is a board member of the National Latina Business Women's Association. She runs a fall session junior entrepreneurs class for fourth and fifth graders at Richmond Street Elementary. And she also enjoys supporting her client events. And I can also just say from knowing you personally, you're such an inspiration. Aside from your tremendous accomplishments, your dedication to service, to your community, to your family, you're always working to improve yourself with running and exercising and just all these inspirational posts. I don't know how you you do it all, but I'm so glad that we have you on with us today so you can share some of your secrets with us.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Denise. It's a pleasure to be here with you.
0: Well, thank you again for making the time for us. I know how dedicated you are to your clients, I myself being one of your clients, and you're always providing such great advice for our businesses, for our family finances, and you really are just such a gift to our community. One of the things that I wanted to touch on for today's podcast, since the podcast is about resolving conflict and conflict management, we all know that finances can create a lot of conflict within a relationship. In fact, it can make or break a relationship. I have a a little bit of a funny story to tell. I was chatting with uh, a couple of family members over the weekend, and they told me that when they went to go see their pastor before they got married to fill out their questionnaire for compatibility, they answered the financial questions on the same page. And so the pastor said, that's good enough. We don't need to look at these other questions. So that just goes to show you how important it is for families to be on the same page for their finances and also just to protect themselves and their future.
1: Absolutely. It's very interesting that uh, some couples don't talk about that. They don't talk about how they're going to blend their personal accounts and how they're, who's going to handle paying the bills or how they're going to like merge credit card accounts and things like that. So they come into the household having all these bills or, and um, they don't talk about it. It's one of those things like who's going to, who was more, who's going to have the advantage, who's going to have the time to keep up with it, or are they really just going to keep separate accounts the whole time?
0: And I know that when I got married, you actually were so gracious. You gave us a, a little mini session on, on finances where we did talk about uh, our income, how our budget, budgeting strategies were going, how we planned on saving for the future, what were our big expenses. You really drew out a lot of questions and topics that I think I shied away from a little bit because I knew that, quite frankly, I wasn't as good with finances as my husband. But by you asking, asking me those questions. They were just things that I realized, even if they were unspoken between us, we needed to talk about those things to start out our marriage on the right foot so that later on, there were no surprises. He wasn't shocked by my credit card bill or he, he wasn't thinking, oh, Denise, you know, why don't you just save a little bit more here or there? We had it all out on the table. And that was because of you, because you provided that session and you really made us think about it and made us be open and honest about it. With that, what are some best practices that you provide to your clients for their fi- family finances?
1: Good question. So I um, I am so providing three worksheets for you to provide to your podcast listeners, and the first one I like to start with is the one where it's a budget worksheet, and they can both fill it out, um, where it's individually like who's got what salary, what bills they've got, and expenses they've got, and it seems like you know it's it's it it seems like it's really like. Budget 101, really like simple, simple planning. But these are all the things that people really don't know the amount of their expenses. Like, are they like when they put things on their credit card, are they gonna be able to pay it off the next bill? Or they're just really start paying all these interest charges and not catching up with their bills. They're overspending. And then they get a nice um, they might get a raise or two throughout the year and they don't feel it because they're spending it on interest and charges on credit cards. So this gives you a clearer picture so that they can see exactly how much money is coming into the household, how much expenses they actually have. And then they can try to compare like if they're in the negative and if they're on the plus side, right? So if they're on the plus side now, then they can jump to that Second worksheet, which is going to be called um, the Money Wise Complete Financial Plan Kit, where they can talk about what are their goals, right? So from not important to very important, they can put if paying down the mortgage is more important than saving for the child's education. You might see a a husband and wife uh, or spouses provide this differently. Their perspective of how they want to handle their money issues is different, Um, And you kind of, when I've had clients be like on completely different spectrums, then we talk about that. Right. And um, like why it's more important to pay down the mortgage than to save for a child education or vice versa. Depends on every, everyone has individual situations. So, you know, I don't really want to step in um, on that, but I like to help them brainstorm all the financial strategies and the reasons why things might work out better. Towards a certain way, and not the other. Um, once we figured out, once we fi- once we figured out what's really important, and both of them are in agreement, the second part would be the the third worksheet, which is called the family goals worksheet, where we can start talking about okay, if we have money left over, what kind of goals can we have? Um, should we look for one year, two years, five years, and ten years? And it's not like daydreaming, I want to buy a house. You have to be very specific. Like, I hope to buy a house by my second year in our marriage. And it's okay, we're, we're going to put $20,000 down as a down payment. Now, that's how do we plan for this from each paycheck? And you want to put things in different um, buckets, right? Like you want to think about, okay, so this will go towards this goal. How much um, how about our traveling goal? We want to go on one vacation a year at least, you know, things like that. So put it laying it all out lets them figure out where something can give, right? If they're spending, I need to have my coffee every day. It's like, well, but there's not really money left over after I do that for a whole month at five dollars a day. You know, so what can I do with that extra money if I give up coffee for this month, you know? Um, So there's different ways for people to do that, but it's really important that they become open to the idea. It's one of the hardest topics in marriage, and I'm so glad that there's so many couples who come out to you, Denise, and use your uh, mediation abilities and skills for this because it's not easy,
0: Thank you for for bringing that up because you've brought up so many good points just in such a short amount of time. But what's important to each person and what's important to them as they come together as a family? Are their children going to go to private school? Are they going to go to public school? So that concept of the $5 a day for your coffee that you enjoy Are you going to be able to keep that habit up? Or do you need that money to send your your kids to the schools that you want them to go? So those are actually, you think about them sometimes as as questions that aren't important. But when you really get down to that worksheet that you're talking about, it is an important question. Do you? drink coffee every day are you buying it or making it at home where do you want your kids to go to school so they they may seem like little question the big question but that little question really goes a long way to that bigger topic that more important question that's great that you're asking these questions and you have those worksheets for your clients.
1: Yeah, really, it's about having that right investment mix, right? Like, even when people talk stocks, they're saying, "Oh, twenty here, twenty in a hold, twenty to grow, twenty to risk, twenty percent," right? But then you think about it like in your personal life, and you're just like, "Wait, I need, I need three percent for my house, another three percent for my bills," like, and then it just kind of keeps adding up, and then you're thinking future, right? Ten years from now. And it goes by so quickly. I mean, speaking from experience, I I have children who are already in high school and middle school. And I'm just kind of like, wow, I can really like, I can almost see like we're only three or five years away from them having that to choose college. Mm -hmm. And you think university is so far away when they're first born, and it's not, it catches up with you. So time goes by quickly. And so yeah it's definitely important to have those goals set up in the marriage right even like you guys did it was really admirable because you have to do that it's it's definitely as you saw with as your example for the um with the church it was something that you have to talk about even before you get married and their habits it's not like you can't change someone's habits like if they I, I enjoy eating every day outside well can you give into three days a week and eating at home you know like an exchange those are important topics too right like who's gonna cook and who's like it all comes in the same same place right
0: Mm -hmm.
1: how you like to spend your money versus how the other person likes to spend their money
0: that is something that i will say it it can cause so much conflict and sometimes it's not open conflict but it can build resentment if you're the one in the relationship who's saving and you see your partner or your spouse spending money on the target runs and i, I will openly admit that my target receipt is always higher than what i thought it was going to be when i walked into the door or getting your coffee as we used that example before it it can To be something that starts out little with little comments like, oh, I see you went to the store again today. Or, oh, I see that you got another box from Amazon. But then it starts to build up and you get this resentment that kind of blows up into a big conflict later on. So it's so important, like we're talking about here today, to be able to talk about it ahead of time to avoid those explosive fights later on over something like finance's.
1: Absolutely. And um, one of the things that does come up also is um, reducing income taxes, right? Being strategic because once you, once you do commingle your incomes, you guys, the, the individuals will become, they'll be on a different tax bracket married filing Mm -hmm. jointly than they were beforehand. And it's like, all of a sudden they're paying more taxes possibly. And we can, you know, with with partnering with the right people, like uh, an accountant like myself, or I'm not sure that all accountants will definitely dive into these kind of situations, but I do play that unique role. And I, um, I think it's important that, you know, we, we advise like that kind of situation, like, oh, that's going to put you over a tax bracket. We're getting closer to the end of the year. Why don't we talk, why don't we put you in touch with financial planners and open traditional IRAs so that you're not giving all that money to taxes and you're actually saving for your own future, right? So those are all things we enjoy helping our clients with. Uh, We're not shy about talking about money and definitely um, find a diplomatic way to put you in a uh on the spot, but in a kind way that helps you understand and have a better relationship with money.
0: Mm-hmm. That is so true. And I kind of joke sometimes with my friends about my budget. I'll say I'm Dave Ramseying it. But the truth is, ever since I've known you, you've been such a an authentic person, and accounting breeze is so wonderful at giving advice and, and tips, even when you're not doing my taxes. I know that I can reach out to you and say, Nuri, what do you think about this or what about this for my side business or what about this for my income taxes? And so it's so important to be able to have someone that you can trust, right, to to help advise you with what to do or just what to think about. And so I, I do encourage anyone that listens to this podcast to find that trusted financial advisor because it's so important for your family for day-to-day life and then also for your future as well.
1: Absolutely. Thank you so much. This is so um inspiring. I like that when people take the take take it by the reins to make it part of their way to help people solve problems so thank you for having me
0: well thank you thank you for having me. Um time during your busy schedule to talk to my viewers. And then again, also, I just think Accounting Breeze and yourself, you do such a wonderful job of helping our community. So I just really want to say thank you so much for your time and have a great yeah, day. Yeah,
1: you doing the same thing. I love it.